to Get Hired in Cybersecurity with your host, Io Adiojo. Need more help getting into cybersecurity? Check out my website at gethiredincybersecurity.com and follow me on LinkedIn for more tips. Hello, everyone. This is Io Adiojo here, and you're listening to Get Hired in Cybersecurity. Today, we have a special guest, Anthony Gibbs. Uh, cybersecurity advocate, and in my opinion, a prime example of how aspiring cybersecurity candidates should be moving and using link- LinkedIn and the tools they have at the dispos- their disposal to improve their chances of landing a role. Anthony, thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm doing well, Io. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. Thanks for asking. Uh, I guess for our listeners, uh, would you be would you mind telling us a bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so right now I'm a um, I'm a supervisor in a call center, and uh, currently I am studying for my bachelor's in cybersecurity information assurance through Western Governors University, uh, a program that a lot of people are familiar with, and um, actually through LinkedIn is how I found out about WGU. Um, you know, I I initially started my interest in cybersecurity. Uh, honestly, about six or seven years ago, around 2014, I was looking into school to try to better myself with my, my now wife. Back then, she was my girlfriend. We were trying to uh, improve our, our standing and everything like that. And in the middle of me looking into the programs, uh, we actually found out that we would be having our first daughter. So I had to kind of put those plans on the back burner and and find a find a, a job and you know take care of the family and everything like that. And then. Recently, like a lot of folks at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, being in an office environment with hundreds of people wasn't ideal. So I began looking into different types of employment. And uh, one day when I was driving home from work, I actually saw a bus that drove by with a, a advertisement for a boot camp from Arizona State University stating, you know, learn cybersecurity and be job ready in six months. Uh, with this boot camp, so it definitely intrigued me. It was something that I had thought about in the past. So I decided to go home that day, and I told my wife about it. And I was like, "Hey, I think I'm I'm going to try to go back to school. I'm going to try to learn cybersecurity, which I put off for the last couple of years." And she was she was all for it. Uh, she knows that I I don't take decisions about taking care of our family lightly. So after researching the boot camp myself and speaking with an advisor everything sounded so incredible like learning new skills and learning how to uh, defend companies in a different way than i'm used to I'm, i come from a very customer service and escalations background but getting in there and learning how to defend the, the company's data and getting hands-on with computers and everything like that was something that i was definitely interested in so i signed up for that boot camp and and honestly, like a lot of folks, I'm not from a technical background, so I was I was very very nervous about what I'd be able to keep up with this program. Is this something that I'm going to be able to do? It's not. It wasn't a cheap decision, but I made the decision that if I'm going to join the boot camp, I'm going to 100% devote myself to learning every skill necessary to be successful in this industry. And ever since that boot camp and that first couple of days in there, it's it's just taken off from there, and I have enjoyed every step along this journey. Uh, all the way up through today and it's just been been an incredible experience learning everything that I can and interacting with all the wonderful people that I've I've met along my journey that have either offered me help or I've been able to help myself so uh, it's been been a fascinating year and some change year in about four or five months for me but I've had a great time with everything that I've done excellent wow it's great to hear and uh quite surprising uh, how, how far you've came uh, in just under you know two years 
Um, this journey, uh, it's not a quick one, but you know, you really do sound steadfast and adamant about your desire to work in cybersecurity. Um, one thing I noticed when looking at your LinkedIn is that, you know, it's just been a year and a half. And how did you, did you have LinkedIn beforehand? Um, you know, how did you um, go about building your brand? Because one thing I noticed is that you really have your brand uh, down pat with even your headline, uh, the way you engage with other people's content. Uh, it seems you're really leveraging LinkedIn to your advantage. You know, I, I actually didn't have LinkedIn before I started my journey. It was uh, part of the boot camp was building your brand and understanding the importance of networking. And I I was one of those skeptical people. I, was, I have never been big on social media. Uh, I'm, I'm a people person, but I'm more of an in-face, you know, talk to people, uh, interact with people type of person. So my social media accounts outside of LinkedIn are actually pretty, pretty bare bones. Um, but I started using LinkedIn about three or four months into my bootcamp. And at first it, it, it didn't really do much. I wasn't as into it as I, I am now. I, I felt like I, the way I was going to find a job was going to be by applying to as many jobs as I can, which I found actually turned out to not be as true for me personally, because I didn't have that cybersecurity background. And one day I was watching a video uh, by Neil Bridges uh, on leveraging your your LinkedIn and the, his thousand connection challenge. And it, it honestly, it really spoke to me. And I was like, okay, so networking is something big. This is a guy that has helped hundreds of people get a job in cybersecurity. It's clear that he knows what he's talking about. Uh, let me take my personality that I use at work to help train and coach my my employees and apply that to my LinkedIn and, and you know, really build my brand as a cybersecurity professional. And honestly, it's, it's only been in about the last four or five months that I've dived deep into it. And it's completely changed everything for me. I've gotten to meet meet hundreds of people from around the world that if I hadn't devoted that time to LinkedIn and building my brand and reaching out to people, interacting with them, seeing what I can do to help them, not just what um, what I need help with. It's it's changed everything for me. Like I've fully devoted myself to this desire to help people and help people learn and grow and build their own personal brand. And anybody that's willing to listen, I, I tell them the first thing you should focus on is your networking and and showing what type of person you are and that will mean more to a lot of people than the technical skills that you're going to put on your resume your resume is a very very small portion of what you're capable of but by showing your attitude your drive your determination and everything that you're working towards through linkedin and other platforms like that it can make be a big game changer for a lot of folks that don't have um, access to a lot of the training materials so yeah i 100 percent agree um, you know, one, one thing that I, I realize is it doesn't really matter how good you are if you're, if you live under a rock, I mean, yeah. no one's going to know, right. That that's like being, you know, the next Michael Jordan could be somewhere in, on an Island, but we won't know un unless he you know, shows up at a, at a draft, uh, a draft scrimmage, right. Um, it's yeah. really important to, to be out there and, and as, um, I think it's quite intimidating because people believe that you have to be like so advanced to build your brand. And it literally can start at any time. And, and you know, I really appreciate kind of uh, you really just starting off that way and listening to the advice that uh, you were given during that boot camp and leveraging that because, you know, you, you build a network. When I, I was even comfortable enough to just say like, you know, can you just please be on my podcast? Like, it'll be great. 
And that was the power of your brand. It really spoke for you. Uh, same with speaking for you now. So um, that's that's awesome. Um, I guess, you know, for listeners who are kind of on the fence about really ramping up their LinkedIn involvement, and I, and I know some are listening, right? Uh, because the truth is about two, only 2% of LinkedIn uh, members post content consistently. Um, what do you feel was that uh, roadblock or what do you think is a roadblock for newcomers in, in posting content and being more involved in the community? And how can they overcome that? I, I honestly feel like a lot of people are scared that that if they put out there what they're doing, that they're going to get a negative reaction. And that was something that that was a roadblock I had to overcome. I was I was scared to post like, hey, I just learned um, this very, very beginner skill on Try Hack Me. And I was like, well, you know, there, that's that's early level stuff like who's going to be interested in knowing about this like who's going to want to you know like like that or you know respond to it and that was a big big hurdle that i had to get over and i was like okay this is this is for me this is for me i want to i want to show people my excitement and and everybody starts somewhere it's a matter of showing that excitement like i um i made a post recently about how the very first thing that i ever did in cybersecurity was uh, a hello world, uh, not a hello world, excuse me, a, an echo into a text file on my desktop as part of my boot camp, And it, it was the most simple thing that I had ever done. And I was so excited for it. And I, I discovered that again and sharing things like that, like um, in that text file, what it was, was just a text file called motivation.txt. And I echoed my wife, my two daughters names into it. And that was the very first thing I ever did from the command line. Um, and you'd be surprised at the number of people that will react to that and enjoy hearing about you coming from your first echo text to being able to um, use Metasploit and stuff like that, you know, share your thoughts on that type of information and begin uh, actually interacting with people. The community is actually very, very accepting of people of all knowledge levels and um, getting over that fear of, am I going to be judged because I'm not a guru or I'm not a savant on every single topic? I've posted things out there where, where uh, I'm like, hey, how do I do this? Or, you know, has anybody run into this type of issue before? And literally dozens of people will respond to it on different forums. It, like the cybersecurity community just is very, very accepting from what I've seen. So don't don't feel like you're going to be judged. We love seeing people learn and grow and eventually find those jobs and those opportunities, uh, everything like that. Like we're going to celebrate with you and, and encourage you to keep going because we do need lots of people in this industry. The, the attackers are outnumbering us, you know, uh, by a lot. And the only way that we can turn the tides is by accepting people, even if they're they're early in their journey and helping them learn and grow. And the best way to do that is with networking with people and making those connections and finding mentors and people willing to point you in the right direction. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, you know, one, one thing that really resonated with me and I saw that post you made actually, um, and you know, it was, it was great, right? Just, just sharing that and being vulnerable, um, to the point where, you know, you can actually, people can resonate with you and relate to you. And that's a, a great, uh, way to build relationships, um, you know, online. Uh, and I guess the, the way we're currently set up in this environment due to, um, you know, the pandemic, uh, you know, it might be the, the only way so far. Um, there's not that many in-person events. And, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate the, the fact that you understand the importance of, um, 
sharing your experiences and that you know you're practicing it on a, on a weekly basis you're, you're probably one of the most consistent active users on linkedin in terms of reaching out to others sharing uh sharing experiences um you know it's, it's really great to see um and what, that's one thing i noticed too on linkedin is that it's, it's not so much of a it's not so much of a platform where you have to really know it all you can just you can even talk about your failures and it will still resonate with others so that, that's uh, that's great to hear um yeah and then yeah go ahead oh yeah i was just gonna say like the some of the some of the the posts that people put out there like i i didn't pass the certification or i didn't I wasn't able to complete this room on try hack me i'm stuck on this particular uh metasploit um you know I, i'm trying to use metasploit but the 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 payload's not working and i can't seem to figure it out it helps people realize that you're not alone you're not the only one that are that's running into difficulties there it's it's okay to struggle it's okay to need help um but you always want to make sure that you keep pushing forward on that like don't don't give up and don't ever feel like you're not good enough uh that's i feel like that's what winds up happening to a lot of people i've been seeing posts recently where people have given up because they're not able to uh hack into some of the more difficult boxes on hack the box and i i haven't even touched that stuff uh and um me personally i would probably struggle severely with it but i know that at the end of the day the skills will come with time it's just that you need to allow yourself that time to to grow and learn and make mistakes and figure out workarounds and find out how to do those skills don't don't think you're going to jump in and immediately be a senior pen tester it's it's not going to work that way you got to start somewhere and and it's okay to 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 need help along the way and and struggle through the journey it's going to take hours sometimes to figure out one question and that's that's perfectly fine everybody learns at different paces yep yeah that, that's that's very true uh, i remember my first year in my degree program uh, we had an intro to programming course and i think it took me like eight hours per programming question uh, my weekends were literally just for coding and uh some days i wouldn't even get it like get it working um it took about a year for me to get adequate in, in coding and just getting that through my head so um i think uh you know managing expectations is very important to get into the field um, and if you can do that early on it can be very advantageous uh, if not then it, it could be a really frustrating experience for those who who want to get in because uh, the process is very very uh testing so to speak and uh and, and trying of one's will perseverance really anything you need to need to succeed cybersecurity getting in will we'll test that out um i guess one thing i was gonna ask is like how, how do you feel uh candidates can manage their expectations getting into the field i know it's marketed as this great field with great salaries and a low uh supply and, and huge demand but what can they really expect coming into this uh, the best way to honestly manage your expectations is to analyze where you're coming from. Uh, it, it's going to be a different journey depending on where you're starting. If you're somebody that has an IT background or has worked in a help desk, of course, your your journey may be a little bit easier. You might get there in, in three months, six months, you know, whatever. But if you're someone like me that's trying to come from a manual labor or customer service background, uh, which I did for years. I didn't. I had never even touched a command line before, you know, August of last year. Uh, understand that 
that you're gonna have to to work hard you're gonna have to put in some some long nights there it's not gonna happen overnight um but at the same time you there is there's hundreds if not thousands of people out there that are willing to provide any bit of information like i i have currently in my my linkedin a couple couple dozen messages of people like that i i don't see myself as a um as a guru of, at all but I'm, I'm helping people like things that i didn't realize other people didn't have access or knowledge on um i'm able to help them and in, in, in the most important thing is to reach out for that help and understand that it's going to take time you're going to get rejected you're going to get see uh dozens if not hundreds of reject rejections from employers the important part is how can i focus my training onto what i'm interested in and by focusing on one piece at a time instead of spraying your learning everywhere like if you spread yourself too thin you wind up learning nothing is the way that i found it um you're going to want to focus it uh find something that you're passionate about within the industry is it people you may not need a, that technical training if you're passionate about helping people you might be better as a cybersecurity awareness trainer um if you're very very good at picking apart um different types of frameworks and things of that nature you might be better uh suited for for auditing work um it doesn't necessarily you don't have to have a hundred different technical uh skills under your belt uh but you're going to learn them eventually so just give yourself time to learn uh, also manage your expectations on how quickly that journey will go it may be a couple months i've seen people that joined uh like alex plog like he's he's only been doing cybersecurity for six months and this guy has got some of the most incredible skills that i've seen um and then you got people like me where i may i don't have the same amount of time to devote it devote to cybersecurity as some people um so my journey is a little bit longer so just just know where you're going to be starting from and know uh where you want to go and then just just take everything in small chunks like today i'm going to learn this okay uh tomorrow i'm going to learn that like i i set myself a schedule and i use an app to time myself make sure that i'm getting my training in so that even though I don't have a lot of time, I still try to do something to move towards that goal. Like as long as you're moving towards that goal, it, it, at the end of the day, it, it may take time. It's just going to take a certain amount of time for you to be able to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well said, well said, Anthony. And, um, you know, th there's two points that I really appreciate you talked about is the fact that, um, you know, you have to be open to trying new things and and, it, and it's okay not to be good at certain things uh, i remember going through schooling um databases for instance was something that it was just not my thing and in that instance i judged my i judged my overall knowledge of cybersecurity on my lack of knowledge on that particular niche not knowing that uh, you know it's okay to be good at one thing it's advantageous to be good at one thing actually that's what's needed and um, once you find that thing and you're good at it and it fits, then you're, you're really home free at that point uh, because you just keep getting better and better. So well, well set on that part. Um, yeah, absolutely. That <laughs> I find that with myself right now, like like I'm very active on Try Hack Me, but red teaming is not my thing at all. Um, I, I absolutely love everything blue teaming, you know, monitoring teams and um, setting rules. And, and my, my new favorite thing to, that I've been looking into is malware analysis and um, threat hunting, but I still take time to learn the red team stuff, even if I'm not, uh, you know, great at it. I, it's it's a good knowledge to if I'm going to want to do blue team to understand how these attacks are coming in. You don't have to be perfect at it, 
but you know having that basic knowledge of how somebody can can get in and, and attack a network or a web application will make you a better uh candidate on your 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 area of focus uh, just you don't need to know everything but have a basic understanding of it helps a lot yeah that's, that's very true I, you know the in the very beginning you know gaining a little bit of exposure uh, even if it's you're not so good at it it's still helpful because you just understand at least at the very least the components the components that go into that um vertical of, of cybersecurity, whether like you said is um you know red teaming which you know i wasn't as interested in personally um or malware analysis which was one of my favorite courses i took a course in malware analysis and it was one of my favorite courses because you know you're, you're using a assembly language and uh, you're stepping through and, and seeing what the actual uh, malware does in a sandbox and that is a very niche skill set that uh is very lucrative as well i, I don't really know many malware analyst malware analysts personally um but that's that's a really important uh part of the uh blue team side so yeah great 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 um i guess uh you know one of the questions i had was uh how what are you, what's your take on you know boot camps degrees and certifications i know you have you're, you're in the process of, of all three you have your boot camp doing your uh, degree and, and have some certifications where do you where do you feel aspiring candidates can uh benefit from those i guess three uh, forms of edu- education uh so for me personally uh like my journey started with a boot camp and i feel like honestly the most important thing when you're doing when you're devoting yourself to anything is researching each and every every bit of time you're going to devote to something like the boot camps um make sure you you research the cost of not only the cost of the boot camp but what you're getting what is your return on investment of that boot camp like what skills are you going to be learning can you connect with anybody that's gone through the boot camp and get their their unbiased opinion on it um you, you know the the boot camp advisors they're gonna they're gonna definitely push for the boot camp uh, they're gonna give you all the uh the, the perks and, and all the benefits that they believe that they offer but at the end of the day the only people that can really give you a good perspective on a boot camp is going to be somebody that's gone through that boot camp uh were they able to to gain employment from it did they get uh their money's worth out of that boot camp uh, which i feel like i definitely did i learned a lot out of my boot camp i i appreciate everything that i went through it was it was not a cheap investment for me but at the end of the day if i, if I hadn't started with that boot camp i wouldn't be anywhere close to as far in my journey as i am now um when, as far as um you know, hands-on training is 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 huge. It's done more for me than any classroom training that I've done, uh, and and a lot of it can be found for free. I um I I like to share anytime somebody asks, like, hey, where can where can I go to learn um, skills uh, that that'll apply to a job? I, I'll point them and say, hey, you can go to this website or this site, and it may be free it may cost you 10 bucks a month you might be able to get a seven day free trial and you if you have time you know devote it over a weekend and focus on that free hands-on training because that'll help reinforce anything that you learned in those boot camps and and that's something that i do like in the morning it's schoolwork, then in the afternoon it's work uh, my real job and then in the evenings after work it's all hands-on like i i i feel like the biggest thing that you can take advantage of is all the free hands-on training that is online out there or the the low cost training do it all all the free and low cost stuff first then expand from there um that'll help build your skill set up 
fairly quickly versus just reading a bunch of information because because adults and, and humans in general are uh we're, we're hands-on usually learners it's very difficult to retain the information if you don't get to apply it in a real world scenario and or in a training environment so uh definitely definitely pick up as much free or uh low-cost training as you can and it, it, you'll you'll see a huge difference in your skill set um and then finally of course like there's certifications um i i like certifications um not for their ability to prove your knowledge but because it, it may help you find that that position um honestly like i took the security plus and i i i passed it but i don't feel like i learned as much as i could have uh because i didn't have any hands-on training at the time I, I struggled tremendously with it it was it was two months straight of six or seven hours of of reading and understanding things and of course you know practice tests but if you ask me about some of the things that i learned for the sec plus like right now i probably couldn't couldn't tell you so make sure that if you're taking certifications you want to um make sure you reinforce that knowledge with real world scenarios build a home lab and and go test out you know switches and routers and um test your wi-fi um security and different things on your home network as long as you're not breaking any laws or rules with your with your internet service provider um try to apply some of those techniques and and learning objectives from your uh certifications in a real world environment and you'll learn so much more from it and then you'll be able to go and talk smartly to those uh topics that you learned in the certification and and while not every certificate you don't need every certification under the sun uh the ones that you do choose to devote your time and money to make sure you have a good understanding of the topics don't just read to pass the exam read to read and learn to understand those concepts that that'll do you so much better when you go out and you have to take that technical assessment for for a um for a position uh that's what that's what people are looking for that can you prove what you learned through a technical assessment and that's something that I wish I had known before when I, before I took the security plus back in, uh, I believe it was March of, of this year, uh, just applied the knowledge a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I've been guilty of that too, of just really seeing those certifications as just checkboxes instead of really opportunities to learn and, and leverage the, the skills learned there and apply it in a, a real world setting. And uh, I really, you know, like what you said about uh, applied knowledge um this is this isn't really a theoretical field um you know anything theoretical here literally literally has to be put to the test to hold any ground or footing um you know for quite some time so uh as well uh in addition to that like hands-on training uh, I, I personally believe unless you know we're, we're going up to the higher echelons of like academia and quantum <laughs> You know, hands-on really is very important in cybersecurity, and uh, it'll, it'll do it'll do any aspiring candidate uh, good in the long run. Um, I guess lastly, um, you know, I want to ask: is, is there really any advice you would have, right, um, for somebody interested in getting getting into cybersecurity? Like, let's say, um, you know, my name's Io. You know, I'm interested in cybersecurity. I heard it's a great field. Um, I heard there's a lot of money involved, low supply, high demand. What would you suggest I do? I always ask people first, like, what is your motivation besides money to get into cybersecurity? 
um that that honestly was a draw for me at first of course it's a draw for many of of the folks going into cybersecurity. um but you gotta have passion about something in cybersecurity. otherwise i've noticed and i've seen it happen to people even in my boot camp like this industry will chew you up and spit you out very quickly if you do not have the motivation to continue and learn and grow um it, it's it's a difficult industry but it's a rewarding industry um you're gonna want to find a focus it's not going to happen overnight uh research different roles see what piques your interest what's gonna gonna what is something that sounds like you could go in there every single day for the next 10 15 20 years and do that job and then once you've identified that uh begin begin learning like see what skills are necessary connect with people uh definitely focus on your branding and connecting with people and, and show them your interest and you'd be surprised at the number of people that will be willing to help you along your journey um like like me for instance i've reached out to people um, like josh mason was a huge person for me um at the beginning of my journey he he a lot of his posts were very encouraging he sent me a message when when i would uh reach out to him and it was it was incredible uh so definitely reach out for help uh get an understanding of what you want to do and then begin focusing on that uh set 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 mini goals don't try to say i'm going to be uh, a malware analyst like I've, i learned very quickly that there's no way i'm going to go and immediately be a malware analyst but but make bite-sized um small chunk goals that you can focus on like i'm going to pass this course i'm going to pass this next course okay now i'm going to build on this i want to go for this certification and by making small mini goals that that huge picture that you envision for yourself starts to become more of a realization and, and slowly starts to come into focus and over time you'll you'll have a better experience like we all um, have been at that point where we're like oh why did i get into this why did i do this to myself but at the end of the day you got to remind yourself of your motivation and you got to have a strong motivation like for me personally it's my family it's uh, doing better for my kids and um you know going out and actually helping people that that drives me every single day to keep pushing and keep going forward excellent wow um that, that's definitely a great answer you know just just having that motivation and um you know cybersecurity can offer a lot and it's a great pathway to you know many goals people have whether that's you know being challenged um you know doing something they they love um and even income you know there, there is a there is a large component in terms of in terms of the stability it can provide to somebody financially and um you know that obviously is motivated by you know deeper things like family and and, and just um yeah family and, and the life you want to live so it can definitely do that and you know one thing you said earlier is that cybersecurity will spit you chew you up and spit you out um so in fact some people have been in fact in my opinion you will get chewed up and spit out but it's but you, you have to go back though that's the thing um you know it's inevitable um you you know you'll you'll hit your head on one of these tough questions you won't know what's going on um really getting into the field initially like was like getting punched in the face and then just going back into the ring and uh so yeah yeah i, I definitely agree with that point like chew, shoot up spit out is really the name of the game sometimes a driver <laughs> but you know you gotta love it yeah it, it's definitely done it to me and you know uh it's something that i find that even the best cybersecurity professionals deal with imposter syndrome that like hearing that 
um, made it made it easier for me. Um, just know that you're not alone in the feeling that I I don't have all the skills that I think I should have. Um, you know, I, I I was listening to one of Neil Bridges, of course, uh, his posts um, a couple of weeks back, and he said that he deals with it every day. And I mean, this guy is out there doing some incredible, crazy things. So to hear somebody with so much knowledge and so much skill has the same feeling of emotion of inadequacy as I sometimes find myself in um, made it okay to to know that I don't have to know everything. Like I am worthy and I am going to be able to obtain this goal as long as I keep pushing through. Uh, that's, that's the most important thing is don't let imposter syndrome beat you. Um, if you need help with it, reach out, um, you know, take a step back and analyze where you, where, where were you a year ago? Where were you six months ago? Um, do you, did you think you'd come as far as you did? Um, did you think you'd be able to do the things that you're doing today? Uh, no matter how minor they may seem, they're, they're a huge step towards your, your goal of breaking into this industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a big one. It, it's hard to, um, really understand how far you've come because there's always something that's uh pushing against you when you're in cybersecurity and you know many fields but specifically in our field because you know there's something new to learn there's always a a new issue or a new uh always something new and it's it can be difficult to take the time to realize like this time a year ago or two years ago i knew nothing i didn't know jack and uh you know now with that knowledge things that took you know, hours to understand. You're just kind of talking about it and complaining about it too in the same sentence, you know, because something went <laughs> wrong. So uh, it's quite yeah. interesting that you say that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, for our listeners, is there any last kind of words of encouragement or anything you want, uh, you know, listeners to know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So just, just keep pushing forward. Uh, never stop, never give up. Um, if you're ever feeling beaten and down, uh, reach out. Uh, like I, I make myself available for all of my connections. Uh, I'm always willing to to provide an outside perspective on anything that could be struggling with. Even if I don't know the answer, we can work through it together. We can. Uh, I can might be able to point you to a connection that I found was very helpful on the subject. Uh, your network is going to be huge on your journey. Uh, so make sure that you, you you go out there you connect with people and and just never give up uh reach out and do everything you can to to realize that goal and it may take time uh but definitely definitely you'll you'll get there one day no matter how long it takes as long as you don't give up you will realize your goals one day well said well said thank you so much for your time anthony and now where can uh listeners find you uh well i'm on linkedin mostly the linkedin you can search me um I also have my own own blog, cybernome.com uh, that I that I use. And and it was a long debate about what I wanted my blog to be about. And coming from a from a trainer in a in the leadership background, um, I realized my biggest draw to the field is just helping people. So while uh, the main parts of my blog are going to be sharing my journey, um, tips that I found to help you speed along your journey uh, and then eventually um, you know, I plan on doing different things with it, but the, the blog is dedicated to helping people. Uh, there's a resource page that I update as, as often as I can with different, um, helpful training sites and, um, helpful sites and, and YouTube and discord channels and everything like that, that can help speed you along that, that ultimate goal of breaking into the industry. So, um, 
that's the, those are the two main ways that you can you can get a hold of me if you need it excellent excellent i'll definitely um post those links in the description of the podcast episode and um yeah i, I really do appreciate your time today anthony uh our listeners definitely got some great advice and, and just motivation um i'm even i'm even motivated it, it excites me um and um, i'm sure you'll do great uh just keep it up I, I really do appreciate your time today anthony i appreciate your time as well awesome awesome talk later all right have a great day